It's time to sit back, relax, and listen to Conversations with Joan. Conversations with Joan will inspire, motivate, and empower you. Live your best life now. Listen, learn, think, and decide. And now, here's your host, Joan Herman. Welcome to Change Your Attitude, Change Your Life's Conversations with Joan. I'm Joan Herman. Thanks for tuning in. Conversations with Joan focuses on topics that are important to your life, from health and wellness to professional development to personal well-being. Changemakers join me to share their insights, tips, and strategies so you can thrive and live your best life now. Thank you for taking time for yourself, and thank you for letting us be a part of your life. Now, let's start talking. According to today's guest, Bob Doyle, your brain's wiring dictates how you make meaning out of every moment. Bob believes that the science of neuroplasticity, the ability for the brain to change, is the most direct path to lasting transformation. He teaches how to intentionally and efficiently rewire your brain to transform you into the person you need to be to get the results you want. Bob is a law of attraction expert, author, and coach who is known for his contribution to the film and book, The Secret. Welcome, Bob. Thank you so much for joining us. It's good to be here, Joan. Thanks. Bob, your work takes a grounded and biological look at what controls our experiences, which is our brain. How does the brain dictate what we experience? Well, you know, when when we're born from age zero to seven, we're just sort of wide open. Our brain is in massive record mode. And so it's taking on everything that is being input by our parents and society and just anything that we're around. And so that forms our fundamental beliefs, which basically make up what is true for us, what is true about reality, what's true for us, uh, potentially what we can achieve in our lives. But our wiring is different from the persons down the street and across the country. We all have these different versions of truth. And based on how we're wired, in any given moment, we're going to make meaning out of that moment. And depending on that meaning, we're going to take our next action. So if the action we keep taking because of the meaning we're making is sending us in the wrong direction in our life, we're feeling frustrated, we're feeling stuck, then it's time to go back to the source of all of that meaning-making, which is the wiring of our brain, and do what we did to get it wired in the first place, only intentionally this time. And so that's what you mean when you say to create a life of design. Yes, like we get to choose who we be in the world. But most of us are doing that completely on autopilot because we don't realize we can actually change some of the fundamental ways of how we be in the world. And, and of course, then create different results based on who we're being. Right. And that subconscious programming that you, you mentioned, that often isn't even our own programming. It's what we've picked up from the people who are around us. Yeah, for the most part, it's not. Because zero to seven, we're not assessing anything. We're not evaluating anything. We're not, we're just, we don't have that ability yet. Our brains are not developed enough to do that. So again, we're just saying yes to everything. And of course, then it's going to be our parents and our society or our environment, which dictates those fundamental beliefs. It's when we start getting critical thinking and start assessing things for ourselves that we have an opportunity because we don't know that we could actually change that wiring. We're comparing all of our new information, everything that comes to us new, with our fundamental wiring and saying, okay, given this moment right now and what I know about everything, what does this mean and what should I do? But again, different people will have a different answer to that and get different results, even though the situation itself is identical. So, Bob, if we've been operating primarily from our subconscious programming, having these knee-jerk reactions and, you know, just behaving in the same manner year after year for X amount of years, how do we go mm-hmm. about making change so that it sticks? Well, first, we have to realize that all we're doing here is learning. 
We're just learning to be a new way. And so, and this is the same way we learn anything. If we're going to take on learning a new language, we're going to have to study that language repeatedly and consistently and make mistakes. And it's a, you know, it's a journey to learn a new language, to learn anything, because if we don't know it, then there's going to be an automatic discomfort. But if we are committed to the goal, if we are committed to the end result, if we know why we must do this, like walking, talking, all these other non-negotiables, then we'll do it. We'll just take it. We won't analyze. We won't say, oh, my God, the universe doesn't want it for us, or I'm not meant to do this. We just do it. But when it comes to our personal transformation or our life and our goal, we, we have a whole different thought about it. But we just need to – we have the life we have right now because of what we've learned about life and how, what we've learned about meaning-making. But we can learn to make new meaning and then create a different life out of that. For our listeners who may not be familiar with it, can you explain the law of attraction to us? Well, sure, a little. But here's the thing. I've been doing that 20 years, and the whole reason that I'm talking about neuroplasticity right now is because this conversation about the law of attraction only confuses people. It can get them excited because it sounds so mystical and, oh, my God, I can attract this and the other thing. But they get so focused on the law of attraction and getting it right that they do, do not focus on who do I need to be to have and maintain the results I want in my life, through the law of attraction or whatever. So after 20 years of really being an evangelist for the law of attraction and, underst- and thinking that if you just understood that it is a thing, it's real, then you'll have results, I've seen that that is not the case. There's just massive confusion, so many different theories. People will talk for two weeks about what the law of attraction is and isn't, and none of it is going to rewire your brain. So I just decided since reality is created in the moment that we give that moment meaning, let's work on the meaning that we're making in that moment so that we can take different action. Then the law of attraction will work all on its own. However, to answer your question, the way that I always defined the law of attraction was that we would attract into our experience those things with which we are in vibrational resonance. And I love that definition because to me it was the most scientifically accurate, but it just begs way too many questions and people spend too, many, too much time trying to figure that out because they won't even let themselves have progress or success until they believe it, understand it, make sure they're doing the right technique. It's all not necessary. What do you think is the biggest factor in success? Making it non-negotiable. End of, I mean, that's it. It can't be optional because if it be, if it's at all optional to get where you're going to go, then you're why and especially if you're trying to do this by yourself without any kind of coaching or, or guidance or something, you're going to reach the limits of your wiring. That's just biology. It just is, and it doesn't matter how smart you are, how intelligent, how enlightened, how mystical, how spiritual. You're going to reach the limits of your wiring, and at that point, you know you need new information. You need new ways of of uh, of thinking. And you also have to be committed to the end because every part of your brain will try to talk you out of moving forward because you have all the logical reasons, all the experience, all the evidence you need to justify not moving forward. But that's because you're only referencing your current wiring. We're going to create new wiring, which gives you a whole new range of possibilities. Bob, tell us about your transformation personality quiz. Sure. So when, when we have this conversation, most people say, okay, well, then what do I do to rewire? And the first thing that's going to help this process is understanding how you're wired in the first place to be able to identify where you are in autopilot where you may not know that because it's those autopilot actions, the autopilot responses and meaning making that are keeping you there. 
saying if you don't know that they're there, if you don't, if they aren't exposed to you as wiring and not the truth, then you will not even it will you won't even consider changing them. It's not even going to be a part of, of, of your of your consciousness. So the quiz, which is 60 seconds, it's free, it's multiple, it couldn't be easy to go through, but it gives you very valuable information about your autopilot behavior in when it relates to uh, personal transformation. This is all based on my 20 years of working with people on personal transformation, and I've seen you know every kind of way people can stop themselves. And so as a result, I was able to categorize some of, categorize some of these traits into these uh, personality types to help a person say, oh, okay, yes, that's me, and now I can be on the lookout for that behavior, and instead of succumbing to it, replace it with something more empowering. Can you take us through the four personality types? Yes. So quickly, the, the, the number one type that I run into is the seeker, and the seeker is a person who you know, is going from program to program, guru to guru, trying to find the thing that's going to work for them, that resonates with them the most. But the problem with that, all that jumping around, is, again, the biology in your brain. It doesn't have a chance to take hold and do any new wiring. Because what generally happens with someone who jumps around is either the next thing is a new shiny object, which makes it seem easier or fat, whatever, something like that, or they reach a level of discomfort in their growth, and then something else seems to make it seem a little bit more easy, so they'll jump. So the seeker just needs to understand that discomfort is a wonderful part of this process. It's, it's crucial to growth, and you welcome it. And so when you find something that resonates with you, then you just stick with it and at least complete it and let, the wire, let the, all the potential wiring take place. So that's, 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 a, that's a quick way to, to uh, sum up the secret. So another one is the wizard, and the wizard is the person who is prone to more sort of magical thinking. They are way into the ritual of like vision boards and lists and meditation and visualization, all of which are crucial tools for this. They're not woo-woo tools. They are brain rewiring tools. It's when you try to make them woo-woo tools, like they're what are going to do the magic, that we have a problem. And that's what the wizard tends to do. They do all the ritual, but then they don't take the action, the part where they have to go out there and be that person that all this ritual should be shaping in their brain. So the, the, the wizard just needs to take it out of the meditation chamber and into the world so that the world can have a chance to respond to this new wiring that you're you know, visualizing. Then the skeptic is the person who, as the name would imply, tends to say no to everything before they say yes to anything in the, in the capacity of the skeptic that I'm talking about now. There's nothing wrong with being skeptical about things because it can keep you from doing a lot of dumb stuff, but the skeptic I'm talking about looks at every opportunity for growth and expansion and, and asks the question, why won't this work for me? That's, and if you ask any question to your brain, it's going to go seek out the answers. And so when you ask, why won't this work for me? Well, especially if you've got a lifetime of experience of things not working for you, you you've got a laundry list of reasons. And so you won't take the action. You won't take the chance. No risk, no growth, no progress. But the same skeptic could ask themselves the opposite question, which is, how could this work for me? and still maintain their integrity as a skeptic. They're still not letting anybody take them for a ride. They're still not going to look stupid. They're going to analyze this, but they're asking a way better question. And when they start getting answers like, oh, okay, here's a way it could work, here's a way it could work, then perhaps one day they will take that risk, take that step, and actually grow. And the last one is the people pleaser, which is a heartbreaker, because the people pleaser really, really wants to grow. They've been inspired. They saw a secret. I don't know what they did, but they, now they want to be somebody who they haven't been before. But as soon as they start demonstrating that, talking about it, the people who are around them now, who know them as they've been, 
have a problem with it, you know, and give them a look. Or they say a thing like, who are you to do that? Or that doesn't work in our family or whatever, right? They just express a lot of discomfort with who you're being. And so the people pleaser tends to stop so that everybody's comfortable. But the thing is, is no one's comfortable. Those people aren't comfortable just because they're not telling you about it. They, they're still uncomfortable with where they're at, or they wouldn't have told you why you can't be the better version. And you, of course, just gave up on your life, uh, something of a spiritual suicide, because that thing that's calling you is there for a reason. You are to go for it. it is the, that is pulling you through the journey of life, where you grow and experience and meet new people and just have the, the time of your life. That's what it's there for. If you ignore it so that other people are uncomfortable, you're going to start to feel that. And this is the thing about when we rationalize not growing for any reason, whatever type you are. We're meant to grow. We're in an ever-expanding universe. If we don't grow, if we don't expand with those things that are in us to do, we're going to feel it. It shows up as disease. It shows up as depression and anger and resentment and all of those nasty things because we're not giving ourselves permission to express who we're here to be. I took your test and I came out as a wizard now. And what was interesting, reading the descriptions of these different personality types, up until I made a major transformation in my life and started doing this work over 11 years ago, I was the classic people pleaser, everything you described about that person. But somewhere along the way, when I made this this major change, I moved over to being a wizard. Do you see that happening? Do people move from category to category? People are basically in all the categories on some level. You could test for one one day and the other the other day. And it doesn't make any difference. No less valuable information. Any information about your autopilot behavior is valuable. So, it, I mean, you're probably predominant in one area, but I would have tested wizard slash skeptic had I had this quiz 20 years ago, like which seems completely opposite of each other, the guy who wants to believe in the magic and yet says no to everything. But that's where I was. I could have easily classified myself in either one of those categories. So it, it, it doesn't matter, really. It's, if you can see yourself in any of these things, it's good information. Well, yeah, because looking at my own life, then I probably am still, you know, after listening to you, a wizard slash people pleaser. I have all the thoughts, and it's probably what stops me from taking action is what other people think. So you're right. I'm, I probably am still there. That's the beauty of all of this is it's just wiring all the things that make you a people pleaser. It's just this complex network of stuff that, that put together meaning that like you need to do this or it's wrong, whatever it is, whatever's driving you. But it's just wiring. And you can create in your mind an image of the version of you who is not affected in the same way by what other people say. You don't have to figure out how. You just look at it and imagine being it. What would it feel like? And here's the thing about visualization. It's free, and you can do it whenever you want, whenever you got a few minutes. And it's not just some whimsical waste of time. You are rewiring your brain. If you do it consistently with full emotion and all these things, your subconscious doesn't know you're not doing it. So you're, you're, you're basically starting the rewiring process, and then you go out in the world and you put it into physical by actually acting on these things you've rehearsed in your mind mentally. That makes the wiring even stronger. But again, this is, this is just how you learn anything. I, I want to take the, the I'm really my message now is really to make this as simple as possible and feel where people don't have to break it down into a million different. It's just learning like anything else. Like you learn directions to a new place. You go again and again and again, and it's wired in and you don't have to think about it anymore. So it's the same thing here. You just you just what do you want to learn? Who do you want to be? And you imagine it. You get to make it up. That's 
why we have this brain of ours. That's why we know we're here to live who we're, what is in us to do. We are each born out of this just ocean of energy we're put here with these innate desires and passions. That's cool. And we have a brain that allows – that can be wired however it needs to be to have us live that life, to have us experience those things that are in us to experience. The unfortunate reality of how things have turned – progressed and evolved – is that we are born into families that you know we have no control over what we're going to be told in those first seven years. So now it becomes it's either the luck of the draw, your initial wiring, but you can always override it, but you got to really want to. It really does show each one of us how powerful we are. And you've been doing this for a long time. Why do you think people aren't doing this? What is the, the biggest objection that you've heard? Yeah, well, it, whatever they say, the real reason is they don't believe it'll work for them. Mm-hmm. They just don't believe it will work for them. So they, they can talk all around them. And then I can tell them that something it's like this. It doesn't get more simple than if you're a human being and you have a human brain, then you can change it. There's, if you want to make that complicated, then that shows you right there just how crazy our wiring is. You know, that, you're, you're fighting against the most simple concept you learn. And you have a lifetime of evidence to show how you learn. And yet in this case, you come up with excuses. There's no logic. So you just have to – for me, my logical brain is loving this conversation because I have to you – know, coaching becomes a, a, a conversation of logic and, and letting them see how, their, how this knee-jerk response is not true, is not serving them, and can be changed. But it's just, it's just amazing how, much, how difficult it is or how much more challenging it is for a person to accept that they could do something they're doing every day but in, in an intentional way. But that's the main reason, because they don't believe it will happen. So as soon as it gets too tough or they get any evidence or too much pressure from the outside, they just wrap that up in their meeting machine and make it evidence that it can't work for them. And they stop, and then, they can't, and then it never happens. It's the only reason people don't succeed is because they quit. I meet a lot of entrepreneurs, and, and one of the biggest things I hear people complain about, they'll say, I've been doing this work for 10 years, and I do everything right. And, and you know, they, they say... I'm open to the universe to give me what I need and, and all of this. And then they'll, they'll come and they'll say, but why isn't it happening? Why aren't yeah. I making the money I'm supposed to be making? Why is this not growing? So somewhere in there, is it just that they say they're open, but somewhere deep inside they really don't believe? Yes. If they're asking that question, why isn't this working, then they don't get it yet. They're still thinking that there's, there's some sort of magical combination besides just action and learning and taking your lumps and adjusting. They're waiting for something else other than that's just how you learn anything else to happen. And they'll, and they'll spend decades wasting time on that, waiting to manifest that parking place because they finally got their law of attraction gig right. It, it's just, I mean, look, I am not anti-law of attraction. I was committed to its teaching for 20 years. But what I see is so many people who, have, who fell in love with it, who say, yes, I get this. I've always known this. But then they're trying to make it work rather than themselves. For someone who's listening to you right now and says, Bob, I, I really want to learn how to do this in my life. I want to make these changes. What's the best way that person can get started? What do you advise? In one way or the other, they got to start waking up to where they are on autopilot. So the quiz is a free way to at least start that. And once you start recognizing some autopilot behavior, others, even without a quiz or anything, begins to show itself because it's related or whatever. The more you look at yourself, this is about waking up. It's about becoming conscious. You know, you, you have to learn to become your own observer, 
from a place of sort of non-emotion, non-time, non-any of that, and just go, wow, look at me about to go into autopilot. But you know, if you haven't rehearsed a new way to do it, a different way to be, if you haven't gotten clear on the vision, at least a starting point of different behavior, then you can recognize your autopilot behavior all day long, and it's not going to make any difference if you don't do something different in that moment. And Bob, what is the site? Where can people take your quiz? It is tptquiz.com for transformation personality type quiz.com, tptquiz.com. So they take the quiz, they'll get a, a video that explains, you know, the ins and outs of that particular type and things you can do with that type. Because there's nothing wrong with being any of these types. This is not like the defect identifier. You, and, and just because you have some of these traits, it doesn't mean you're going to sabotage. The, the quiz exists for people who recognize their frustration, who are feeling stuck. Right? If you're kicking ass, you don't need to take – you're good. You know, there's nothing wrong with being a wizard or a skeptic or a people pleaser or a seeker unless it is stopping you from growing. And, and then it's, there's still nothing wrong with it. We just need to make adjustments. So you can be that wizard and still have the life you want. You can love the ritual, embrace the law of attraction, love all of it, but not get obsessed with it to the point where you're not doing the things you need to do for the biology in your brain to occur to create rewiring. Bob, thank you so much for joining us. And and also, if our listeners would like to learn more about Bob and his work, you can also visit meetbobdoyle.com. This has been such a fascinating conversation, and um, I, I really hope that our listeners will take this quiz and get started on this journey. So thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. Thank you for joining us. I hope you found the show informative. At Change Your Attitude, Change Your Life, we believe that knowledge is power. Take what you've learned, apply it, and live your best life now. Remember that the information provided is the opinion of our guest and should never replace the advice of a professional who knows your personal situation. If you'd like more information, visit our website, cyacyl.com. That stands for Change Your Attitude, Change Your Life. While on our site, listen to past shows on demand, read the digital magazine, sign up for our mailing list, and be sure to follow the show on social media. Until next time, this is Joan Herman. Thanks for tuning in.